Hello, my name is Hall Levin, and you are listening to Little Dragon's Journey. 你好，我叫李静晨，你正在听小龙的旅程。This is a blog post that I shared in 2018. Flying high, gateway orientation, and names to faces. Flying high. Today's the day. I'm currently flying from North Carolina, RDU, to New York, LTA, to my gateway orientation at Long Island University. I woke up at five a.m. went for a quick jaunt around the neighborhood, packed a few more things, and headed outside for a quick photo shoot. The airport wasn't too busy on a Wednesday morning, so I made it through security and checked my bag pretty quickly. Currently, I'm in shock because I just realized that I'm going across the globe to China for over a month. And now I'm in New York. It's all very real. I'm not sure what to expect today, or tomorrow, or the next. But I'm up for a few surprises. Gateway orientation. Upon arriving at LTA, I met people going to China, and some going to India, and even someone going to Finland. The students I met are from all across America. There are students from D.C., Washington, New York, Illinois, Arizona, Vermont, New Jersey, Arizona, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, California, Virginia, and the list goes on and on. I hadn't realized until after the plane ride, but. There was a girl from North Carolina on the same plane as me, named Isabel, who also received a Nisley scholarship and is going to India. She is also going to the North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics, which is the school I'm attending next year. It's it's truly a small world after all. So far, I've learned that this gateway orientation. Is for Nisli scholars going to Bahaj, Indonesia, China, and India,、uh, as well as other AFS countries, AFS students going to countries outside the Nisli program. Today we have a session about introductions and orientation rules, a session welcoming us to Nisli with AFS and. A session on our life as Americans and intercultural learning. Tomorrow we have even more orientating, with sessions about language learning, goal setting, the U.S. Department of State, safety and support while abroad, sharing our experience, cultural immersion, travel safety, cultural resources, and a celebratory toast and group photos to top it all off. On June twenty ninth, we wake up at five fifteen a.m. and head to E W R in New Jersey for our flight to Beijing, China. That's quite a bit. <laughs>
After talking to some of the other Nisley scholars, I realized something that wasn't fully apparent before. There are people all across America who are passionate about language and love to learn and can speak eloquently about themselves. We all work hard and seek opportunities, but we still put one leg in front of the other as everyone else does. We still have to go through security at the airport as vexing as it is. We are unique, but everyone is unique. It is a matter of actions instead of just words. Being passionate and intelligent, um, but at the same time, being willing to work hard and make it through conflict. Nothing is perfect. We are not perfect, but we all desire and hopefully try to be the best versions of ourselves. Names to Faces Before the Nisley program, the group of Nisley scholars going to Chengdu, China set up a group chat. Today, I played the ultimate matching game in matching names to faces. One of the first people I met going to Chengdu was Elijah from Missouri, and then I met Trey from California, Meredith from Virginia, and Maria and Micah from Indiana. My doormate at the gateway orientation is Nuri from Georgia. She's incredibly animated and friendly and fluently speaks in Korean and did a research project on Disney princesses and feminism. So, she's pretty cool. I also met Leia, who went to Chengdu last summer. She is in my small, or she is my small group leader for the orientation, and she's been giving me some pretty good advice about handling spicy food, running, and learning Mandarin Chinese and Sichuan dialect. Another Nisley scholar I met is Daniel, who goes to the North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics. Uh, it's a small world again. I even got to meet some of the people going to Indonesia, uh, including a girl who lives in Calgary, Canada. All in all, I met many interesting people from pretty diverse backgrounds. Alright, so that's the end of this blog post, which I wrote in 2018. We're kind of coming to the close of the current Nisley program that I'm a part of. It's a pretty crazy feeling. We only have one month left here in Taiwan before we head back to America and start preparing for college and life, <laughs> life after this wonderful gap year. So it's, it's really interesting reading this blog post I wrote um, and feeling the excitement that I felt going to China like three, three years ago in the summer of 2018. Uh, this, the whole sending off experience I had in 2018 is incredibly different from the experience I had this year, of course, uh, due to the pandemic. Um, you know, in this blog post I mentioned, going to the gateway orientation in New York, which is normally what happens, but 
this year due to the pandemic we did an online zoom our favorite platform zoom orientation um and it was you know quite a bit different it was not nearly as long as the gateway orientation that i experienced in 2018 um but i mean it was harder to i guess connect or we didn't have the opportunity to connect with you know other nisley students which we normally would be able to do in non-covid times and i'm still you know so disappointed that um that the only groups able to travel were um the two academic year groups in in Taiwan. Although I, I completely understand why the uh the students are in Korean and Russian and Arabic and um there might be other I know Turkish is also an academic academic year program. Um yeah. You know, I understand why they weren't able to travel um due to safety concerns, but I hope that in the future they'll they'll have other opportunities to, you know, use the language skills they've gained this year. Um, Because studying abroad is really an incredibly valuable experience that I hope that every student and every person has the opportunity to to do and experience. Yeah. The other thing that I really want to mention, you know, reading this this blog post um, is I think the demographics of the Nisley program is is pretty interesting. I honestly don't know a whole lot about the the demographics um, as I've looked before to find the data, but it there's not really a whole lot of data on um, Nisley alumni and current Nisley students. I remember reading before, once in the past, um, I may be remembering wrong, but I remember reading that the average Nisley applicant is a middle-class white female, and it is true that um, the more females apply for Nisley than males, which is interesting. It could have to do with level of maturity um, as females do tend to mature a bit faster than males. Honestly, I'm not positive. Um, And then when it comes to like the upper middle class white um, part of the equation, I think that has to do with outreach. Um, When I first applied for Nisley, I went to a rather large school um, in a small city in North Carolina, and I learned about Nisley not through my school, um, but actually through my sister's school, which was the North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics at the time, uh, which is a public school. I I also attended it, uh, a public boarding school in North Carolina that focuses on teaching uh, STEM and preparing students to go into the STEM fields. Um, And since NCSSM, the North Carolina School of Science and 
Maddox is a very well-resourced school and is a school that you can only attend by application. A lot of students from NCSSM take part in the Nisley program. Um, and NCSSM also does a really great oppor- uh, job sharing about different opportunities that students can take advantage of. Um, so I think it's really important that you know, students who come from schools with less resources um, and come from demographics that have historically been unrepresented uh, are informed about Nisley and know that this is a wonderful opportunity um, to take advantage of. And I know sometimes students don't apply for Nisley um, because their parents aren't comfortable with them studying abroad. But if that's ever the case, uh, you could talk to a Nisley alumni. Um, you could have a Nisley alumni talk to your parents, of course, because there's a lot of Nisley alumni who, um, you know, as a result of their experience studying abroad, you know, they've gone on to continue to work for the government and uh, continue to, to study languages and, you know, are currently, um, you know, have really wonderful and stable careers. Yeah. So, yeah, the one thing I want to say is that I think it's important that that students uh, with disabilities and students, uh, um, persons of color, uh, and students who come from you know, historically unrepresented uh, backgrounds are informed about Nisley and really engage, um, uh, are informed about how they can engage in, in this program because it's truly invaluable. Yeah. So today I kind of just chose to, to talk off the cuff a little bit, um, yeah, so that's why I'm speaking a little less clearly, but I hope you understand what I'm what I'm getting at. <laughs> anyway, I think that's all for now. Yeah. Sisinima. Bye bye. Please visit holmlevin.wixsite.com slash littledragonjourney to access the transcript of this episode. And know you are always welcome to contact me through my website, email, or social media. Thank you for joining Little Dragon's Journey. Bye-bye.